This is Alex Elbro. Cambridge 105 Radio. For many years, I've followed the folk band The Unthanks since I saw Rachel performing in the club tent at the folk festival and invited her little sister out onto the stage to perform a few songs with her. <laughs> since then, I've seen the band grow in all senses. World tours, TV music for Wurzel Gummidge and a Mercury Music Prize nomination. They're coming to the Cambridge Corn Exchange on Tuesday, the 19th of December. And I'm really pleased that Rachel Unthank joins me today. Hi, Rachel. Hello, Alex. How are you doing? I'm really well. How are you? Very good. Thank you. Now, you're in the middle of rehearsals at the moment for this big winter tour. Now, it turns out over the 20 years, you've never done a, a winter album before. I know it seems unlikely, doesn't it? It's actually always been on our list of projects that... Um, we want to do at some point and we thought it was finally time to embrace it and get on with it definitely I mean the winter seasons is uh, definitely a big influence on us growing up and all the folk traditions that surround that and there's a focus on singing as well in, at Christmas isn't it even if it's just hymns so we're very excited that we finally decided to embark on this project. So you're starting next week to do the tour and it's taking you all around the country. Is all the music new or will you be doing some of the older stuff as well? Well, all of the music is new as in some of them are traditional songs. Some We've kind of drawn on lots of different Christmas and winter traditions. So lots of things from the folk tradition. For instance, our dad um, helped revive a mummer's play from a little village in Gritham near Hartlepool. And there's a song that's actually on our first album that we've reimagined for that. So it's really nice to be able to do that because that's part of our, always been part of our winter traditions. But, you know, there's also things that you will I've heard before, you know, some of the, the hymns that are knocking around and lots of kind of drawing on the dark and the light of winter. So even a couple of new, brand new written songs by Becky as well. Um, so it's a right mixture, but the idea is to create a kind of fantasia of different, drawing on all the kind of, all of our Christmas um, like The moods of the kind of highs and the and the cosiness, I guess. And like yeah. you said, the darker side of, of the that. The dark side and the joyful side. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's not, that doesn't happen very often in your songs, does it? <laughs> No, it doesn't happen very often, right? But there is, I would say that there is a couple of moments of just unbridled joy, maybe. Excellent. Now, for those that don't know, Becky is your sister that I referred to earlier. I didn't actually give her her name. But it's interesting, she's writing songs now. She's been doing this for a while. Both of you have, haven't you? Yeah, I think when we first started, we grew up in the folk world and we kind of didn't occur to us that to to write any songs because we were surrounded by such rich songs that we could um to learn and so many songs that we heard people sing that we wanted to sing from the tradition and as time has gone by we've kind of wanted to create either songs for traditions that we've created ourselves or just starting to try and be a bit braver and and write a few ourselves as well yeah it's a nice mix then doesn't it i think uh having some kind of a newer edge on it because Obviously, you're younger than all these traditional songs, but then taking those and reimagining them, I think it brings out something really special. Well, hopefully, it's been really exciting for us to like look because it's something we've wanted to do for so long, and also just to get people back in the rehearsal process and exploring 
our take on on some well-known classics and as well as some more obscure songs as well. So we've really enjoyed being creative and we're using, so we're often in different lineups. So sometimes it's just me, Becky and Nia for singing in three-part harmony. Sometimes we're a 12-piece band with string quartet and drums and things like that. This time, there's the core band, which is me, Becky, my sister, Adrian, who's on piano, and Nia who plays fiddle and sings, and Chris Price, who plays guitar and double basses. And then we're also adding Dan, who plays bass and also everything, and <laughs> adding um, Faye McCalman, who plays the clarinet and saxophone, and Will, who plays the vibraphones, who we've never had play with us before, so... That's exciting. We've played with um, Faye in the past, but not Will. And so that must be a whole new learning thing for all of you, for him as well, to come into yeah. something that's you've been going for about twenty years now. Is that right? Not Ooh, far ish. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So twenty years. Oh, which is wonderful. And I say, if we rewind to those early days, and you, you've sort of alluded to it there, how did the band develop into you know you singing? singing in a three-part harmony to now like these huge orchestral arrangements for some of the things and you're kind of like multifaceted now like an ensemble aren't you and like you say you pick and choose for whichever tour you you're fancy doing yeah well i think it started with me and becky just used my sister used to sing together in harmony at family parties and then we thought oh maybe if we could get some free tickets to folk festivals <laughs> we <laughs> organised ourselves and learned a few more songs but there was usually quite a lot of giggling went on in between them all as well and then we met Adrian who plays piano and, and was my partner not anymore but but we're still playing a band together and he kind of helped us put our first band together and so we had a four-piece band and then we expanded and we made him be in the band <laughs> because we were having like creative conversations with him and we're like can you just get on the piano and just play it instead of explaining to somebody else so and then he kind of is like our musical director in lots of ways although we all come with lots of creative ideas so sometimes he ends up writing for like an orchestra or a brass band or and really we just feel really lucky that we get to to sing and play as our job and so and we, we love all different kinds of genres of music so and um, we're always trying to push ourselves and change things up and yeah just have fun <laughs> from what i see from you the word folk for me means lots of things anyway but for some people that might think that oh you're of a certain type of music but your music does span you know jazz it's very creative it's very kind of improvisational in parts isn't it so you must all want to be doing that kind of exciting things and that leads back to you know the fact that you did the music for Wurzel Gummidge and you were in a play weren't you all of you on stage yeah yeah no I mean it's great we love we love getting opportunities to do new creative projects like that yeah we were in a play for whole city of culture that Maxine Peake wrote and so we were while I was writing the music we were actually in the band and we had such a ball doing that because I mean as musicians you move every single night town to town we got to stay in Hull which we discovered is a wonderful place and and work with the same people every night and it was you know, just like a new window into a different creative world and it was lots of fun. And yes, working for, with Mackenzie Crook on Wurzel Gummidge was an absolute thrill as well. Do you think you'll do any more with him? Well, yes. I mean, yeah. we are available. Yes. <laughs> Hear that, everybody. <laughs> um, in between tours, you run singing weekends, which now you've done for many, many years, haven't you? Over 10 years, I think, at least. They've become like a firm part of your diary for all of you. How do you separate them or manage the two of them? They kind of feed into each other in lots of ways. I mean, really, 
we love doing the singing weekends because, I mean, we grew up, you know, singing with our family and meeting other people and singing in the pub and lots of traditions to do with singing. And it's something we're really keen to, like, provide places for other people to do and to pass those things on and just create opportunities for people to get together and sing. And because that's we know that that makes us feel just better about life and and it seems to have a good effect on people so we thought we would start these residential kind of weekends where people came together and we'd teach them harmonies and we'd teach them chorus songs and we'd go on a walk on the beach and sing on the beach and then we'd have a pub session and sing in the pub and we've got lots of these coming up next year if anybody wants to check our website out and come on them we've expanded now from just being by the beach in Northumberland to being like further in the countryside there's either we started off just in bunk houses and we still embrace that but we also use some a little bit more refined places as well we love doing it because only nice people come which is amazing we get to have friends all over the country so now when we go on tour we know people everywhere and, and it's also a really good way of like developing materials sometimes we teach songs to people who come that end up being on albums and you know um because once those like adrian might be in the kitchen chopping some onions and he hears a little song going on and then he gets a creative idea and then <laughs> also it just really helps us it's hard to be a touring musician these days and to make it work we've all got families you know as you say we've been doing this 20 years you know we've all got a lot of mouths to feed and it really helps us be like touring musicians and creative musicians as well to have to have something that we know is a certain time of year that is stable and is we can make sure it happens and but yeah. it's not a hard sell no. i know we the, the tickets go on sale for those <laughs> and you you have to be in there quickly because <laughs> they are so popular now i've been lucky enough to come on a few of them now and it becomes that thing where you, you just want to book on for the next year because you have such a great time and like you say you meet people from all over the country and you get to hear lots of people's different stories don't you i love hearing oh, about other people's lives it's like making connections yeah yeah with people and that are you know that are grounded in shared experience and memories and for us it's really you know we get so much out of it it's really uplifting and yeah and i think you know it's very different to just like going on the road and getting on stage and singing and and like spending time with people as i said before like creating memories and just making connections it's how we were brought up and it's really important to us yeah and all your family get involved generally don't they as well so oh, well i mean you know we try sometimes to leave them at home but they won't have it um <laughs> they're a big part of it my dad george and my stepdad jim sing together and they're just a wealth of knowledge and so generous with all of their knowledge and experience and they love that the thing they like best in the world is to sing in a pub with lots of people so it just makes them extremely happy and our mum comes and our kids come when when they can when they're not playing football and uh, <laughs> Become part of a big part of our calendar, really, and everybody looks forward to it. Yeah, and you were saying because this tour is, is now obviously it's a winter and it's a seasonal tour, but that's all very well for us coming to see you on one night. But you're touring around, you're saying you're having a terrible time trying to get all your Christmas stuff done now. Well, yes, this was the <laughs> this is the flaw in the plan is that we yeah. don't get home on the 23rd, and as I said, we've all got children, so yeah, we need to be we're really on it next week. Ah, I need to go and do some wrapping. Yeah, and any it, any break you're going to be, you'll be like off to the nearest shops and uh, <laughs> scooting oh, yeah. around. <laughs> That's quite good. It means, you know, yeah. we will find some interesting yeah, presents. Yeah, true, that. true. Well, thank you very much for that, Rachel. You are, are going to be at the Cambridge Corn Exchange on Tuesday the 19th of December and you've got support by Catherine Priddy as well. 
We do. I'm really looking forward to hearing her sing every night. It'll be great. It should be really good fun. Do you have any plans for after that? Will you release an album from this? Yes, that's the plan. I mean, maybe not immediately, maybe not till next Christmas, maybe. We are definitely planning on recording the material and and making an album. And any other plans that you're allowed to speak about? Oh, gosh, let me think. Any folk festivals that we're allowed to hear about? You're probably not allowed to say. Not that I know about yet, but I know we've got lots of singing events organised for next year. We've been using two places, a lovely place in Newcastle and up in Northumberland. And we've gone to two new venues, one up in Allendale and and one more closer to home in the Tyne Valley. So we're really looking forward to getting stuck into those. And And talking about Allendale, we're going to play that now. We're going to finish with Tar Barrendale. Do you want to give a quick introduction to it? Oh, this is written by our dad, George Unthank, and it's about tradition in Allendale on New Year's Eve, which is the best way to celebrate New Year, in my opinion. Up in the hills, they um, carry a third of a tar barrel, a (laughs) barrel full of tar on their heads, set it on fire, go in a procession, or in fancy dress as well, of course, and then throw it into a big fire in the in the town square and sing Old Lang Syne. And one year we were up there and it was snowing at the same time and my dad was inspired to write this song, which has become a real kind of loved song at our singing weekends as well. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you very much, Rachel. And also tell us what your website is for people if they want to find your music. Oh, good question. I should know that. It's just the-unthanks.com or something like that. Just yeah, put the Yeah, in you'd it find it easily, wouldn't you? Thank you ever so much for that, Rachel. It's absolutely brilliant, and I look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks' time. Thanks, Alex. Cambridge 105 Radio.